0: Welcome to another episode of Hitting Dirt by Impact Sports. This is episode number 61. I'm Alex Podry. Back with me after a Tom Brady-esque retirement. Mr. Mike Corwin, how you doing, Mike?
1: <laughs> Great, man! Thanks for having me back. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah,
0: it 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 was a couple of weeks. It's been a while. Um, it's been a while.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good analogy. It was uh, about as long as Tom Brady's time. You can you can compare me and Tom Brady anytime you want to. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, uh, you and my wife were talking about strawberries, so you're out. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, yes, strawberries and uh, and I drink coffee. Yep. No, you're done. Sorry, you lose your Tom Brady comparison at <laughs> retirement yeah um ask me again when
1: i uh when i have a supermodel life. <laughs> i look um, forward to those yeah days. <laughs> yeah um aka never so yeah <laughs> um yeah man how you been good good rested um got all the vitamin d in you know it's been sunny it has been, been sunny been gardening that's not a joke for those at home um <laughs> I have a garden bed um, So Yeah
0: Just been outside Nice. Working. I cannot relate I mow the lawn And Ooh. that's about as That's that's as close th- to gardening as you get Yep Okay I Gardening is not my thing It takes that's too much patience eh. Landscaping Can we
1: Should we chop that bit out Of the podcast Can we just say Landscaping instead of gardening
0: Nope you're a gardener Yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> And you forever will be a gardener. Yeah, that's fine. That's all right. Women um, like guys with, uh, you know, feminine touch these days. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> uh huh.
0: <laughs> Didn't know I was going to be patronized three well, minutes into the podcast. And good news for you is we have a heavy <laughs> female audience here. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. So not, they're all going to be lining up in the door. Not the
1: clientele um, that I'm looking for. But yeah, um, guys, I garden. Yeah, good for you, man. Mm-hmm. Own it um but yeah otherwise nothing how about anything late and great and in on your end
0: no not really no <laughs> isn't that the worst yeah, yeah. Like, hey how have you been uh good what's new uh like nothing like nothing's <laughs> <Yeah>. new <laughs>
1: <laughs> like for uh, for those at home that aren't 30 <clears throat> like you're in your 20s they sneak up on you fast Oh, and yeah. then, and then you have conversations like this, where maybe you don't see a buddy for an extended period of time, and it's like, "What are you doing? Like, what's new?" And then, like, there's this blank stare that overcomes <laughs> them because, like, you're scanning at what, like, what you've done the past like couple of weeks, and you're like, "Holy shit, I've done nothing but wake up, go to work, sprinkle in like occasional like gym session,
0: yeah, rinse, repeat." We went to the uh Kenny Chesney concert. Oh yeah. What was it last week? <clears throat>
1: um Dude, how was that? It was good. At um Miller Park. I don't care. It's not AmFam. No, It'll it's, never it's, be ampham. It's still
0: Miller Park. Uh it was good, man. It was nice to I think that's my first concert since COVID. I I not uh, yeah, actually I know it's my first concert since COVID. Um so it was good. Kenny's got like it's just it's good summertime music. He's got a ton of hits so you know most of the songs even though I'm not like a huge Kenny Chesney fan. Mm-hmm. Um it's a good first concert to like
1: re-pop the cherry on yeah and after covid.
0: Dan and Shay open who I'm not a Dan and Shay mm. fan but they're, they're good, good opener and they're yeah. good live. And then Old Dominion before that. I like Old Dominion so it was like a good summertime country concert. Um uh, but where I was going with that is we went to the concert we met some of katie's friends out for a couple drinks afterwards and we stayed out till like two thirty. we weren't planning on it we didn't even i think i had like four beers like real chill but we had a five-year-old birthday party the next morning and my mm-hmm. kids were up all night and then they were up at 6 a.m and then we had this birthday party I was dragging ass for the entire, and then you had the it was the Bucks game seven. So like oh, when yeah. the kids were napping, I was like, oh, do I nap? Do I watch game seven in hindsight? What did you do? Wish I would have napped. Yep. I watched that disaster, that train wreck of a game seven. Um, so yeah, man. But like you mentioned, 30 comes at you quick. 32 man on four hours of sleep is no joke oh my god it is no joke
1: like dude put a bow on it just like let me sleep like i'll i'll come back better the next day
0: yeah i know like i need yeah wow it's it's tough man but you know i'm a warrior do it for the kids (laughs) we we went to sky zone we bounced our little hearts (laughs) out
1: just nothing but selfless acts coming from across the table is what i'm
0: hearing Uh, things we do for our children (laughs) (laughs) oh man well should we like i don't know talk some football yeah i think we i i I think we should that's why we're here right that's why we're here
1: that's why the people (coughs) listen
0: yeah hopefully Mm
1: -hmm. yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: um so um the news of the day so we're gonna cover three topics today we got some more dan snyder topics you and I just can't get away from that man. Every time we talk, it feels like we're talking Dan Snyder. Uh, but we got some developments there, and then we got a couple stories. You know, it's May twenty second, so we are like, we're post draft, we're post rookie mini camps. OTAs are like kind of happening, but like training camp is still like two months away. Like we are kind of in the like the winter of football season. Mm-hmm. Like, there is nothing going on. So it's list season. So there's a couple guys on NFL.com who uh, did some list. The uh, 10 most impactful NFL trades by Jeffrey Chadia. I think I said that right. Uh, he's got some interesting takes that we'll dissect. You don't know Jeffrey? Nope, not not personally. Same. And then uh, we got some MVP dark horses <laughs> by Adam Shine. Adam's a good friend. Mm. And by good friend, I mean <laughs> I've never heard of him before. Um, but we'll talk MVP odds for the 2023. Again, sitting here in May. But first, Mr. Danny Snyder. So the news that came out today was that um, there are owners that are starting to band together to potentially force Dan Snyder out as the Washington commander's owner. That's big news. That's huge news. Um, Like
1: owners are trying to get rid of this man. Like it's not just the general like gen pop or like. Nope. This is. Yeah.
0: This is the Jerry Jones is the. Isn't it sad that Jerry Jones is like the only owner that comes to mind. Yeah, uh no. Mark Davis
1: is the oh, like cut yeah. guy. That always comes to mind for me. But otherwise, yeah. yes. Like
0: name another owner. Shad Khan. Shot yep. Ross for the Dolphins, but I only know his name because he's in hot water too. <clears throat> anyway. Is it the McCaskies? Is that the Bears? Yes. Yeah. All right. The, so maybe we The older woman. Yeah. Yeah. Ford, Ford, Ford owns. owns Okay. Well, well I think we did better than we thought yeah, we could.
1: Let's walk this back. <laughs>
0: anyway uh they're all getting together and they're all they're quote-unquote counting votes towards a possible ouster um the article so i found that from the twitter account conduct detrimental which if you're into like sports law is a great twitter follow um they had an article about it and they did go on to say that there could be a huge legal battle on the horizon if the league does try and force them out um mainly under antitrust law, which I talked about antitrust law quite a bit, uh, a week or two ago with the NCAA and NIL. Um, but essentially, you know, it goes where if you have 20, so in order to oust an owner, you have to have, uh, three fourths of the league, um, vote out. So 24 teams, you have to have 24 owners come and say, Hmm. yeah, we want you out. Um, so but if you think about it from a business standpoint from a legal standpoint you I have, have A question. Yeah, go ahead.
1: How many <laughs> <laughs> How many times can you vote? So like let's once. say you've oh and Gee, how how many yeah. like There's once a,
0: in what timeline per vote? I think they do a vote and if they get 24 votes,
1: sure so like scenario
0: 23 he stays.
1: So scenario they vote on Monday and they get 23. He stays. When can they re-vote to get him out?
0: See, I think it's kind of like how Congress passes a law where like mm. the Senate will get together, but they won't bring the law up to vote until they know they have the votes.
1: Okay. I'm following.
0: Yeah. Yep. So it's like, okay, we know we have 25, 26 teams that are in, like <clears throat> let's quote unquote vote and... Got it. He's out.
1: So it's not just like a weekly thing where like, okay, no, 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 no.
0: got it. Um. So you get 24 or of the 32 teams to vote. Yes, he's out. But from a legal standpoint, if you think about it as a business, like you have 24 competitive competitors to your business telling you, you have to sell your business. Like you could see where the legal it's dilemma bullshit. could yeah. come in. Um, and I was talking to Meatstick about this today and he's like, well, how did the NBA force Donald Sterling to sell? And as him and I were going around and around, the NBA did not force Donald Sterling to sell. They were going to force him to sell, and then a judge deemed him mentally incapable of running the mm. team. So they gave the team to his wife, who, if you remember, she was pissed because he was with that like woman who was That's right. a third of his age. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, yep, give me that team, and she <clears throat> sold it for two Billy. God. And she's living her last of her days on a best yacht yeah. somewhere. She's
1: living her best life somewhere.
0: Having Pablo put sunscreen on so um yeah man wow so we talked about this like a month ago i think and you know meat stick and i were talking about this you know if it comes out that he's got racist emails in this investigation this workplace investigation that could be a nail in the coffin just because the league is like 70 or 80 percent black like if you're coming out saying inappropriate stuff maybe that could be it but if it if all that comes out is he was spying on cheerleaders and he's not paying women the same as he's paying men i don't think that's enough to get him out
1: no but the wasn't there like a an accounting
0: yes so that's where i was going with that because he was withholding ticket money from the other 31 teams that so i think that could be the nail in the coffin you're yeah you're dead in the water yeah, you we don't care if this is the NFL and I'm generalizing but they basically say like look we don't care if you treat women like shit ah but now you're messing with our money and you're literally stealing from us like it's time for you to yep. go buddy
1: <clears throat> so has has he been found guilty or f- in like throughout any of these investigations that have been ongoing right like because didn't they do like didn't Washington do their own? investigation and then didn't they bring in like an external like auditor or somebody to
0: also investigate so the nfl started it and they said we'll take this wink wink yep uh because it's like it's like we talked about this too it's like having you investigate your boss for misconduct yeah like good luck let's see how far that goes (laughs) yeah so the nfl (laughs) collected all these emails and then the only thing that came out of it was that John Gruden's a racist, so they chased John mm. Gruden out because he called Godella pussy. That's
1: so a a non football
0: loving pussy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all that came out of seven hundred fifty thousand emails, apparently. Um, but where this picked up steam is Congress or the House, like the House Oversight Committee, is like looking into this toxic worst workplace investigation. And they're the ones kind of digging this stuff up. And now you're hearing these rumors of like these accounting things. And so no, nothing's come out for sure. It's all kind of allegations and whispers at this point. So this could all be <coughs> fake. Remember allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but that's why I asked just, yeah.
0: just cause like, could you, I'm trying to put myself
1: as an owner, right? So like you and I are owners, those listening at home were all owners. How could you possibly vote on something if it's all to quote another like trial that's going on? Like, it's all hearsay, right? Like, so at what point, like, is there some type of concrete evidence coming out saying that he actually did some
0: like something like this? Well, remember, the NFL has it, they have over 700,000 emails. They have the NFL has power to investigate these things, so um, you know the, the NFL might already have some of this evidence. Sure, and it's just yeah, not it's been not, released. Yeah, but it's going out to the other owners. That could I be a, that could be a way. Sure, because um, Goodell can suspend owners. Do you remember Jim Ursay, the owner of Colts? the Colts, got mm-hmm. popped for driving under? He was taking pills. Mm-hmm. He had a quote unquote six game suspension where he couldn't go to the games. He couldn't sit in his box. Uh, They've already removed Dan Snyder from his CEO position, although now I think he's back in it. I think he took it back from his wife, Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, like, the NFL does have some authority here. Um, But the thing that I think some owners, like, they don't want their dirt being brought up. Mm -hmm. Because, like, if they try and oust Snyder and this goes to court, Snyder could be like, look, okay, fine, I... Was spying on cheerleaders in the locker room but did you see what dallas was doing they were doing the same thing so if you're going to kick me out now you got to kick jerry jones that's,
1: out i mean <clears throat> that's case law right like now now, <laughs> now you're you setting precedent.
0: up yep um so there might be some owners that like don't want their dirt i mean robert Kraft was getting rubbing tugs from asian prostitutes yeah come on he didn't get in trouble so you know you could see where this could start to be a slippery slope i I think that you have the richest mostly men in America who probably abuse their money and power in ways that they probably don't want the general public to know about. Yes. If I just had to guess. Yeah, it's purely speculation. Yes. <laughs> like I would not be shocked if any one of these men was on Epstein Island at one point.
1: Yeah, or I mean who knows the the skeletons, right? But like whatever like more money more problems
0: yeah i'm sure there's some six and seven figure ndas that have been signed throughout the years oh yes yeah. <laughs> oh yes just from just people with money and power you know mhm so i don't know how anxious some of them are to out <laughs> a peer for fear of some of that coming out
1: it is yeah it is intriguing to think about just just from like a like they they probably have insight to news that we as the general public don't. Yeah. So that probably implicates things. But even so, it's a big move, right? Like you're you're effectively saying one of your thirty thirty one other coworkers, like we don't want to work with you anymore and now you gotta bring someone else in.
0: You're hurting our brand. Which is what it comes down to. These are all business folks and they want the money. And if you're hurting the brand, you're hurting the shield Plus, you could be stealing from us. You got to go.
1: So in so let's say that he is forced to no longer be the owner, and he's forced to sell. Like, boo-hoo, slap on the wrist. Here's $2 billion right. for the washing. Like, like, what do you think they're worth?
0: Without Googling it, I'm just curious. I'll Google it, but I'm just... I'm, I'm <laughs> it's at least $2 billion. At least... You just don't get NFL teams up for sale. I know the Broncos are up for sale right now. But you just don't get that many teams up for sale. I, I would I'm gonna guess two and a half billion. More. Three? More. Four. Yes, but more. Four and a half? <laughs> uh less
1: than four and a half. Four point two bill.
0: Yeah, so you know, poor Dan Snyder, <laughs> he's forced to sell, he gets a paycheck. I mean after taxes. Inflation. Yeah.
1: Like four point two. Hopefully, hopefully like. he can eat. <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> God. Well, although it's gonna get worse for him, because as soon as that sale goes through, he's gonna get a divorce. Oh
1: yeah. And then That's he's
0: a gonna. Point. And then depending, unless he's got a prenup, I don't know what the how him and his wife met. I don't know well, much about her.
1: Yeah. You think that, like, for sure she would get a divorce from Dan Snyder?
0: Dude, he is literally spying on cheerleaders in the dressing room while they change. Like he is a Mm. sick freaking pervert. Allegedly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Allegedly. (laughs) Don't need to get sued for defamation here. Uh, Innocent until proven guilty, but he's been accused of doing some pretty nasty things. That's gross. Um,
1: But like, I mean, as, as far as we know, he has not, he's he's already, he's
0: already worth billions. And now you're going to add 4.2 on top of it. And now you get 50% and you don't have to deal with that pig. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I would get those papers signed immediately. <laughs> like yesterday. Yeah. Well, right now she gets to kind of run the team, which is kind of fun.
1: Mm-hmm. With an, I mean, come on. With with AirPod Pros in. Like, there's their ear
0: pierces in, like, she's getting Intel, right? Still kind of fucking cool. Yeah, it is. Would you take that gig to, like... Yes. Sleep with Dan Snyder and deal with his bullshit. Yeah. Um
1: yeah. Things would need to change, but yes. Um
0: <laughs> And by things need to change, Dan, you need to get out of the draft room. This is now my team. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> it have you seen Major League? Of course. Yeah. Dude, it reminds me of the like that woman that yeah. owns the baseball team. Yeah. That like everyone hates. And she just wants to move it out of Cleveland. Yes. That's like that's that's what Dan Snyder's wife. Running the Washington
0: Commanders <laughs> makes me think of that they just have like trying s- to get the team to Miami <laughs> yes. or wherever they were going.
1: Except they have two like fatheads—one of Dan Snyder, one of his wife—and they're like just chucking whatever they can.
0: Oh man! So well,
1: <clears throat> Dan Snyder recently, or I—I shouldn't say recent, but a few years ago, just before COVID, he purchased like some ridiculous
0: yacht. Um, yeah, I mean, dude's loaded. He took on a bunch of debt, though, to buy out his other minority owners. He is now the 100% owner of the Commanders.
1: And that was a more recent development, too, right?
0: Yeah, well, because they wanted him to sell the team. And he's just like, ah, forget you guys. I'll just buy you all out. Interesting.
1: Yeah. In 2019, Dan Snyder bought Lady S. $100 million. It's a $100 million, 300-foot... <laughs> sportscasting.com is is calling it a super yacht um i don't know dan um put put a new sound system in that thing when you sell washington commanders because
0: dude think he's worth four billion <coughs> that's he's gonna double it
1: yeah oh 100 percent. so it's just intriguing so like they're going to make him sell the team for market value. That's the punishment, correct? That's the worst-case scenario for Dan Snyder. And
0: it'll probably go above market, market value because you'll get two or three guys bidding on it. It'll probably end up north of there. Did you see what Jerry Jones thinks he can get for the Cowboys? What, like eight? Ten. Oh, Jesus. I mean, they by far are the most valuable NFL franchise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But still, Ten billion 10 billion and i think he bought that team for like less than a billion didn't he oh it was like a hundred million yeah do you know that he outbid donald trump for the dallas cowboys really wow
1: bad bad move on trump's part yeah no shit for not pushing harder the roi on on like the dallas cowboys for jerry jones because didn't they weren't they just oil guys Mm -hmm. i think so as far as I know, yeah, I thought Jerry Jones was just like an oil guy that ended up like, yeah, I'll buy the Cowboys. Wow. $10 billion.
0: $10 billion. <laughs> Yep. So, all right, let me ask you this and we'll move on from Dan Snyder. Is he still the owner one year from today? No. I agree. Yeah. And, I, and I don't know if I'd have said that 24 hours ago
1: yeah i wouldn't either i so is it the news for you that like the other owners are starting
0: to like look around and whenever like hey when are we like when are we doing this
1: when you start looking over the fence and like looking at like your neighbors and saying like hey man when are we getting rid of this guy yeah like Like, that's it's time for him to go yeah that's that's when you know like there's already a line forming to like try and make a move. <laughs> it's only a matter of time.
0: I think so too. I think so too. All right. Well, let's, um, let's pick apart some other people's work. Do you want to do MVPs or trades?
1: Ooh, I think MVPs would be
0: like a fun way
1: to sign off.
0: So we want to do like, we'll do trades. Yeah. All right. First of all, This offseason was so crazy that we have 10 trades to talk about. And there's actually probably more that were left off this list. It was a wild offseason. So I'm going to run through the top 10, and then we're going to focus kind of on the top five because he had some interesting takes. So number 10, Amari Cooper from Dallas to Cleveland. Mm. Uh, It was more of a way for Dallas to shed some salary cap. Cleveland only gave up a fifth and sixth round pick. They got back Amari Cooper and Dallas's sixth round. At the time, it was kind of like a eh, whatever move. It was before um, Deshaun Watson, obviously. But, you know, a superstar wide receiver, or maybe superstar is too strong, a star wide receiver mm-hmm. on the move. <clears throat> Number nine.
1: You don't think Amari Cooper is a superstar?
0: All star, like a pro bowler, sure. No. Would you put him in the top ten for wide receivers? Yeah. Mm. Let's. We'll even take a fantasy viewpoint. Would you take him in the top ten in fantasy oh. at wide receiver? Top top ten overall or no, top ten top wide ten receivers? wide receivers? I think he sneaks in. So you got Adams, Hill, Cup jefferson chase mm-hmm. um i know and, and and it gets gray after like yeah like i yeah, i gotta think of all
1: the teams i need a list um who else like this what, is what meets really good at but he's like, got, like all this shit in deandre numbers. hopkins hopkins if he's not suspended he's got a yeah. six game pop for yep. uh
0: juicing taking low-grade beaver tranquilizers um, um what
1: what are some other like Wide receivers, you said Justin Jefferson.
0: Yep, Devontae Adams. I said, <coughs> like uh, even like a, oh, Keenan DK. Allen, DK. DK Metcalf, um, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Oh yeah, I
1: think he's Michael Thomas. So so I think he's in that like Chris Godwin realm. Okay,
0: that's probably fair, right? Like, a guy who's going to give you like a thousand yards and. Six touchdowns.
1: Yes. Like like he's not gonna be the number one. Like is the potential there? Like that door's closed. Like he's not gonna be the number one overall wide receiver. Will we give you a thousand yards? Yes. Yeah. Will we give you a thousand yards in Cleveland?
0: Yeah, maybe with Deshaun whenever he comes back. Uh number nine, Marquise Brown. This was a draft day trade. Um leaves Baltimore for a first-round pick, which was insane. I cannot believe that Baltimore got pick twenty-three for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting because Baltimore just kind of like shit all over <laughs> Lamar Jackson in a contract year. <laughs> yes. Um, so it's that like was the, the most interesting it, piece of this trade. Was like, what are, you, what are you, what are you, doing? What
1: is? But yeah, what was
0: going through Baltimore's head? Did you see what Lamar Jackson tweeted on draft night? Uh uh-uh. So it was like when they so they traded him they get picked 23 and then they picked a center which Linderbaum I think is going to be a good center it's like not a bad pick it has nothing to do with who they picked but Lamar Jackson just tweeted WTF
1: oh yep yeah, <laughs> I did see that tweet yes like simple uh, yeah. like short like, but well, so
0: great what the fuck man yeah <laughs> just traded like my best friend and best wide receiver <laughs> and you draft a center <laughs> uh, so that was number nine I have no problems so far with this list. No. Number 8, Carson Wentz, going from we I think we you and I went through this. No person in the history of the NFL, I, I believe, has been traded more than Carson Wentz from and for more draft picks. So he goes from Indy to Washington, his third team in 3 years, um for a second and a third pick. Um, you know, whatever. I think he'll do fine in Washington. No mm-hmm. problems with that either. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. AJ Brown, this was another draft day. This is big pick and he also went for a first and then a third round pick. Um so he goes from Tennessee to Philly. This was a great pick for Philly. Um me and I did the NFC East last year. I've been on the Cowboys train all offseason. Oh yeah, you have. Even it's, during
1: the season last year.
0: I know. It's not looking good for them <laughs> Cowboys, dude. Philly is going to be a team to reckon with. The
1: the loyalty is commendable from your end. um, But yeah, no, I'm with you. A, I don't trust Dallas at all. Um, B, Philly's putting pieces together in a really unique and creative way.
0: I think they're going to be solid. They had a good draft. They're doing it via trade. They added uh, Bradbury, the corner from New York, last week. I mean, they're just kind of... Yeah, they're plotting along and they're gonna have a they're gonna have a nice team. Mm-hmm. Number six, Indy had Indy had to replace Carson Wentz, so they brought in Matt Ryan. Mm. I mean they gave up a third round pick. Who would you rather have
1: as your if you could you can only choose from these two quarterbacks, Carson Wentz or Matt Ryan?
0: I would rather have Carson Wentz. Really? Yeah, Matt Ryan's like thirty eight years old. Yep. I'm taking Matt Ryan all day. It will be interesting to see what Matt Ryan can do. I mean, Atlanta was horrid. They had no offensive line. Yes, He can't move anymore. So, like, if you give him a little bit of time, they have Jonathan Taylor, who's going to take a lot of pressure off because they're going to run the ball, they're going to run the ball, and then they're going to run the ball some more. Great line. Um, You got Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah, you have a great offensive line. You have a really good defense, so you're going to be competitive. Like, it will be interesting to see if Matt Ryan can get back to, like, 2018 matt ryan like can he put up 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns it's
1: <clears throat> i mean who's so good offensive line he has weapons at the wide receiver position right yeah. michael Pittman jr ty
0: hilton although no. um not signed yet oh he's still i think a free agent they're okay. trying to bring him back campbell's still there paris campbell i think so
1: okay um let me pull up the temperature and there's another wide receiver that I think we're missing. Uh, and then they have a tight end. Doyle? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, Doyle?
0: Uh, Mo Alley-Cox is their tight end now. Um, oh, And they wow. drafted that kid from Virginia, Jelani Woods, who I think is going to be good. Um, Oh, and they drafted Alec Pierce, the wide receiver from Cincinnati in the second round. He's like a Jordy Nelson-type comparison. Okay. So you got Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce, and Paris Campbell. They don't have a lot of depth behind those 3. And then you got mm-hmm. Moiley Cox and Jela- um Jelani Woods. Their offensive line is solid. Yeah. And, and their defense is good. And Taylor running the and ball. And John ball. and Taylor. Yeah, like I mean And then you got Nahe- Naheem <clears throat> Hines as who is like, like a third a down catcher. scat back, yeah.
1: Um it'll be because Matt Ryan has always had, right? He had Julio Jones. And then for a good portion of his career, he had Julio Jones. Tony Gonzalez to throw the ball to, and then you get Kelvin Ridley. Yep, and so he's always had weapons. um It'll just be intriguing. I don't think that he has a Julio Jones or a Kelvin Ridley or a Tony Gonzalez on that line or in that ro- on that roster.
0: No, it's going to have to be a little bit more by committee. But again, if they can keep him on his feet, you know, maybe he can get back to it. I just, whenever I am building a team. Give me the guy who's ten years younger. That's, uh, I agree with
1: you. I think today, right? Tom Brady's shown that thirty-eight. What I mean, whatever,
0: dude. Aaron Rodgers is thirty. Thirty-nine. or will be thirty-nine in December. One, of, he's around there.
1: Aaron Rodgers is older than Matt Ryan.
0: They're about the same age. What? That that is a mind-blowing fact. Matt Ryan age. Matt Ryan's thirty-seven. Yeah, Rodgers is older. Rodgers wow. is thirty-eight. <clears throat>
1: so Matt Ryan. So Matt Ryan came out the same year.
0: No, two years after. Two thousand eight. Rogers was in the two thousand six draft. Wow.
1: Okay. For some reason, I thought Matt Ryan was way older than he, Aaron Rodgers. It's because he looks way older. <laughs> yeah, probably. And it's the way he
0: moves, yeah. like taking a beating on those bad Falcons teams. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a good point. But yeah, no
0: Carson Wentz, he just did
1: mental midget.
0: Just he's got that reputation, but like people forget, like he took the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Like yes, he didn't play in it, and Nick Foles ended up winning it because he was hurt. He I think he busted he his popped his ACL.
1: Yeah, like like that was where it all went wrong for him. When he well, that's like,
0: why quarterbacks shouldn't run the football. Bingo. But so um, like
1: he got his team in a position to make the playoffs, and Nick Foles won a Super Bowl.
0: Yes, Nick Foles had a good run. But, like, I mean, the, the Jacksonville loss in Week 18 was embarrassing as all hell last year. Did you mm-hmm. see what the NFL did to him? No. Guess who Washington plays in Week 18 this Stop. year? Stop.
1: Really? <laughs> yes. God. <just laughs>
0: He's like. got to fight those Jaguar <laughs> demons on Week 18.
1: <laughs> That's and, and it's almost worse, right, that you lost last year because now there's nothing but pressure coming in writing like dude
0: you can't lose two years in a row yeah we'll see if washington's even in a playoff hunt but yeah um My i don't know i just like this now <laughs> that, that division got a lot tougher with philly getting as good as they did uh yeah so let me ask you a different question fantasy you take a matt ryan over carson Wentz? Oh. like if we're winning and losing doesn't matter stats matter yeah It's a good question <laughs> In Washington, you got Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin. You got um, – who's the other Ohio State bro? Uh, wide receiver. Yeah, the other wide receiver they got there. Curtis Samuel. Oh,
1: yeah. He's OSU?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You got – yeah, so is Terry McLaurin. They're both OSU boys. Interesting. You got Logan Thomas. There are weapons there. Yeah. But, but it's Washington. Yeah, but remember, I w- I almost won a championship with Jameis Winston, who threw 30 picks. That's true. But he put up 30 touchdowns. Oh, God. So
1: I'm going to say Carson Wentz only because you know that it is. No, you know what? I want Matt Ryan. <laughs> okay. I want Matt Ryan. I, I just, you know, every, like inside the five, they're running the ball three times if you're
0: the Colts. Right? Yeah, so if Matt Ryan's going to get his, it's got to be like first and goal from the nine. Yes. Yeah, that's going to be tough. I th- I think it's kind of true for both teams though. Like if like Washington needs Carson Wentz to chuck the ball 40 times a game, I'd be real concerned. Yes. They're both guys that you like have on your bench that you need to plug when Mahomes is on a buy <laughs> They're Yeah.
1: They're, they're like waiver guys that yeah. you find.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, that's number six. Okay. Now we get into the real interesting piece. Yes. And here's his list in order. And then I want to kind of pick it apart. So this is top five, top five, number five, Devonte Adams. Dumb. Number four. Should Kal- be way higher. Kal- Kal- <laughs> Khalil Mack <laughs> should be lower. Yes. Tyreek Hill, yeah. probably the same as Devontae Adams, if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, two. And Deshaun, Wils, uh, Deshaun Watson, one. I don't... Most...
1: So, I guess, Mr. Whatever this person's last name was that we're friends with. Yeah, um, please define impactful.
0: So, he's got... His reasoning here was that it was impactful the watson trade was impactful because cleveland gave away a ton of picks six picks three first rounders and fully guaranteed 230 million dollars um and he said if watson isn't given a lengthy suspension the browns have a serious chance of representing the afc in the super bowl they have a deep roster so it could as long as he's not sitting out a year for suspension He's got Cleveland on a short list of teams who could win a Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> that's ridiculous and absurd.
0: Yeah, I don't think a Watt, even if Watson plays all 17 games.
1: No, you're not a Super Bowl favorite
0: because you have Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. And that AFC is loaded, bro. AFC North, right? Or AFC in general? I'm just saying AFC in general. Buffalo. Kansas City. I mean, the entire AFC West.
1: Oh, yeah. That's true.
0: Um, The AFC South is kind of eh. Like Tennessee or Andy doesn't really move it for me. No, but even in their own division, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Pittsburgh is going to be terrible this year. Ah, uh, dude, I said it before. Like AFC
1: North, like just from like the shit house, right? Like I called them the ghetto of like the NFL <laughs> you did call them the ghetto. <laughs> Um They have moved up since, so like still right. Like Cleveland doesn't have Baker anymore.
0: Well, they do. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but they don't. But
1: yeah, de- yeah, dude, he's just he's a, a lame ghost. duck. Yes. yes, um, like, Lamar's back, Joe Shiesty,
0: yes, um, like, and then you got Pittsburgh, but like, Tomlin's one of the best coaches in the NFL. Yes, so that team, even though they're going to be bad, probably goes seven and ten.
1: They'll be competitive. Yeah, yeah. they won't be a Jaguars like twenty twenty one season. Oh
0: God, no, they're not going to be the first overall pick next year.
1: Um. So like, there's gonna be a fight for a divisional spot there, and the wild card probably comes out of that division too.
0: Yeah, if not two of them. Yeah, although that AFC West is loaded, dude. Because number two on this list, you got Rusty and Denver now. Let me walk that back. You got yeah, Derek the- Carr, Herbert, and Mahomes all mm-hmm. in the same division.
1: Yeah, let me walk that back. AFC West also because two wild cards now, right?
0: Yeah, uh, three.
1: And you get three. Four division
0: winners, three wild cards, seven playoff teams.
1: They're all coming out of those divisions,
0: or those two, AFC North, AFC West. I would agree with that. Yeah. But, like, to think that Cleveland is a Super Bowl contender, even with Deshaun, who hasn't played football in over a year, he's a nice player, don't get me wrong. No. But, like, even then, his weapons are Amari Cooper. I don't even know who else is in Cleveland. Yeah, Landry's uh, gone, Beckham's gone. David and Joku
1: catching balls at the tight end position. Yeah. Chubb,
0: you still have Kareem Hunt. Yeah, you another run heavy team. Um But who is who are the other wide receivers?
1: I can't think of the number two.
0: Hut Higgins? Hugg? Oh, Donovan People Jones. People's Jones. Okay. And David Bell, who they drafted. And that's it? and then they got a bunch of guys. Okay. After that. Uh, mm. yeah.
1: That that is what we call a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> um to be so can we both agree this is nfl.com's number one most impact, impactful trade, right?
0: Of this past offseason, <laughs> correct?
1: Um can we both agree that shouldn't be number one?
0: Yeah, I think number one should be Russell Wilson to Denver.
1: I think that if that one isn't number one, I'd have to see the list again.
0: Tyreek Maybe Hill, Khalil Mack, and Devontae Adams are on the top five. I don't know, man. I just think it's harder for a wide receiver to be a, that big of an impact.
1: It Depends how big of a wide receiver you are, right? Like Tyreek Hill's a big move.
0: The thing with Tyreek Hill is Tua needs to prove that he can be the guy. Like now there's no more excuses for Tua. You're several years removed from the hip injury – you got Jalen Waddle, who's a stud. You got Tyreek Hill, who's one of the best in the game. Like, if you can't put it together. That's it. Yeah. And for, as a wide receiver, you're completely dependent on your quarterback.
1: Mm hmm. It's so, yeah, that's a good So, point. like, if
0: Tyreek Hill is going to be Tyreek Hill no matter what, but if Tua can't get it together and he's going to underthrow him on every deep ball, it doesn't matter. True. You know? True. Um, same with Devontae. Like, I think Derek Carr is nice. But again, if if Derek Carr is not put it together, Adams can't have that impact. Hmm. Whereas Russell Wilson going to Denver, like I love the way Denver built their roster and they finally now have a legit top 10 quarterback who can lead that team again in a brutal division. So we talked about this like right after the season ended, Denver could finish anywhere from first to fourth in that division. Yes. But I think Russell Wilson immediately makes that team a, compa- a contender.
1: Agreed. Yeah.
0: So Um, that's why I think – and he's going to play all 17 games, unlike – Jerry Judy. Deshaun Watson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Meat Stick sent me a terrible joke, but it was really funny. Yeah,
1: please do share.
0: It was right after Jerry Judy got popped Uh and got arrested for (laughs) damaging property, but had that domestic violence, whatever. And it said (laughs) – the United States prison system now has a better wide receiving core than most. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. And I, for, and I forget what team they picked on, but he's like, "Yeah, they, they now have a better receiving core than." <laughs>
1: Somewhere Adam Sandler's coming out of retirement <laughs> to play quarterback. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. And you got what's his name? Uh, who is the, who is the guy who played running back in the longest yard? The oh. old guy, the
1: Nelly. No no no, no, no,
0: no, no, no. The yes, Nelly was the running back, but the um, the old white guy who was yeah. like the coach player, Bill is a, It's not Billy Bob Thornton, is it? Is it? Is I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the mean machine. Yes.
1: Yup. Yeah. What is the name of that movie? The longest yard. Yup. Okay. Yep.
0: That was a remake.
1: They made that movie before.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So that was a that was a remake with a bunch of rappers and michael irvin and uh yeah wow interesting sorry we were getting some feedback there still kind of am. can you hold your right hand up yeah right (laughs) (laughs) all right i think it's better no every time i talk no whatever sorry for the technical glitches you know i could edit this out i'm not going to no no dude we're (coughs) Do you want to know what we
1: are on this podcast? We're real. We're real. <laughs> we're organic. Free
0: range. like And and very low budget. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, we're like an indie film.
0: Yes. Right? Yep. Like
1: We make the most with what we have.
0: And you get us. Warts and all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you are hearing that, right? I am. Yeah. Like very subtle. But yeah, there's some feedback. All right. Huh. The show goes on. Yeah. Hopefully you guys at home, um, it doesn't bother you guys too much. Yeah. Um, Okay, Tyree kill. I gotta pause this. Okay, we are back after whatever the hell that was. Yeah. Um, Alex's basement's haunted, so <laughs> it was built over an Indian graveyard. <laughs> um. Okay. Last question on this list. Well, one, Khalil Mack, I think, should be below both Devontae Adams and Tarekho. Yeah, dude, who's Khalil Mack at this point? (laughs) Yeah, he's not the same Khalil Mack. I will be interested to see what kind of season he has with Joey Bosa on the other side Mm -hmm. because now you're not getting double teamed as Khalil Mack because all the attention is going to be on the other side. So maybe he has a little bit of a resurgence, but he's also 31. So we'll see. All right, last question on this list. Fantasy, who goes first? Adams or Tyreek Hill? Adams. I think so too. I think he's got a better quarterback. They're college teammates. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they Yeah, they played together. Like that entire division will be a freaking shootout. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it'll just be a point frenzy. Um, whereas in Miami, I don't. Tua just needs to prove it, right? Like, yeah,
0: that's that's where I am too. Where Tua needs to prove he can be the guy. I yeah. will say though that I think like Miami is going to do whatever they can to get Tyree kill the ball. Like he could be like, he won't be like Debo Samuel where he's actually like running the ball like between the tackles, but you're going to see just a shit ton of screens slants deep routes sure
1: you think option you think they, they maybe
0: yeah although i don't know how much they want to, to a running a, yeah but trick plays who's the running back in miami um i can't think of the name well Ajayi? no raheem mostert went there from san fran oh okay um so i know he's out that way Um. who else was out there I hesitate throwing names out. Everything. Chase Edmonds, Edmonds, and they oh. signed Sony Michelle, and they have Miles Gaskin. They kind of have like oh, they're stacked. A bunch of guys, right? yeah, yeah. Like
1: they're taking a page out of like the Bill Belichick playbook.
0: Yeah, like let's just
1: get like five dudes. Let's get Rex Burkhead, and they got Mike Gusecki. Mm, tight end. Yeah, yeah. he's Dude.
0: nice. I think this is a prove it year for Tua. Like if you can't do it with Waddle and Hill and Gasecki and Cedric Wilson and yeah. his running game. Then you can't
1: do it, bro. Yeah. Like that's that's all that's happening. Interesting. So okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh what about you? Yeah. Adams or Adams. Yeah. That's I mean, dude, it's gonna be a shootout. Adams is okay, not fantasy related. Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams, just purely at Hmm. wide receiver, who would you rather have?
0: Hmm. That is a really good question.
1: It's taking you longer than I thought it would.
0: I'm going to go Tyreek Hill. Huh. And I really want to go Devontae Adams, but Tyreek Hill has a different dimension that makes it really hard to game plan for. Like his speed kills like Adams is just it's
1: just good. good yeah his hands his
0: first his step. footwork off the line like you can't press him but like Tyree kill you need to have a guy over the top and like the way like the way that Kansas City was able to space the field because of that like that creates matchup nightmares for the rest of the field and like now you have Jalen Waddell on the other side that's going to be as long as Tua doesn't screw it up like that's a scary duo Mm-hmm. just from a spacing and speed standpoint. So they're kind of different skill sets. I mean, Adams, like I want Adams on the goal line. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But like Tyree kill can just do so many different things for you in space. You
1: could still technically need a guy over the top on Devante, right? Like if Devonte beats you off the line on a first step, you still need a guy over the top to.
0: That's keep true. The, his route running is impeccable. Mm-hmm. But like he's also, but he's got four six speed.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like it's he's just not. A, just
0: in terms of speed, he's just a guy in the NFL. Yeah, he's
1: not blown by anyone.
0: No, but his technique and route running will create that space, similar to Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Like Tyreek Hill is. I mean, they call him the cheetah. I mean, he's just yeah, blow the doors off you fast. Yep.
1: Like the. My my
0: mind goes to like the
1: peace sign, yeah. And like the dude like was within like an arm's distance. I don't remember who they were playing, and like already knew at like the twenty.
0: You, you ain't like, me, You're bro. not touching me. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> that's stupid speed. So I think just from that standpoint, he's undersized. That's yeah, he's small. That's what
1: that's what makes me not like him. And I know in today's NFL that that means less than it did a few years ago. Yeah. Um, just for that reason, I I, I would go Devontae.
0: Mm. I don't think you can go wrong with either one of them. Uh, and that's why they're both making $120 million or whatever it is. Bingo. Um, okay. Good list. That was good stuff to talk about. So thank you, our good friend over at NFL.com, who I've already <laughs> forgotten your name. Yeah. Jeffrey. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> he probably is like one of those guys that hates being called Jeff.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably spells it with a G, too. Like, makes everyone know it.
0: Yeah. The other list that I wanted to pick apart, because it's list season, um, MVP candidates for the 2022 season. So, they go through and they list all the favorites. There is currently 11 players who have MVP odds of 20 to 1 or greater. So, in order, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. Matt Stafford, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, and Dak Prescott. All quarterbacks because that's the way to go. Uh, 14 of the last 15 MVPs have all been quarterbacks. Adrian Peterson being the outlier there. Um, So of this list, Mike, if you were a betting man, where do you see value? So not necessarily like where you would go to try and win, but like if you're Mm going to throw down 10 bucks, who do you like? and why
1: yeah that's a great question um so in terms of value wow um brady's intriguing at nine to one gives you a little more value i think rogers is always i think more valuable than brady at 10 to one herbert i think can have a coming out party Mm -hmm. at 12 to one
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh i don't like stafford at 16 I think Joe Burrow, at thirteen to one, can be intriguing. Yeah, I don't think anyone else on this list. Ah, um, uh, actually, okay. Of the people that you just selected, if I have to select one person based on value, throwing a hundred bucks on Russell Wilson at sixteen to one. Hmm, mm,
0: that's an interesting one. I think I would go. I want to go burrow. Yeah, at thirteen to one, I think those are good odds. I just i I worry about Cincinnati taking a step back. Teams who lose the Super Bowl always take a giant step back, but they did a lot to beef up that offensive line. And what him and Jamar Chase have is magical. Herbert's an interesting name. I'll have Kilmacchi on the podcast tomorrow. Oh, He's a gonna number one up. Herbert fan. Yep,
1: and. Rightfully so. He's been on the Herbert bandwagon since last year.
0: He's been on, yeah, forever. Preseason last yep. year. Um You know, Russell's not a bad pick. I don't like Lamar, Kyler, or Dak.
1: No. Uh Kyler maybe, right? Like no, he's, he's he not gonna sit him. out.
0: No, he's not gonna sit out, but
1: And he was a favorite this past year before he got hurt.
0: He'll be in the running. Um He'll be in the running until like week eight, and then Arizona will collapse like they do every year. <laughs> yeah. Um. I but no, DeAndre Hopkins the first six games. That's right.
1: Yeah. That's. I mean, that's he's got sting.
0: his former college teammate now, Marquise Hollywood Brown. But. Mm, Interesting. Yeah.
1: I mean, Rogers I want, at ten to one
0: is. I mean, in, yeah. Does he get his third? Eh. I feel like it's just like. And no Adams. Yeah. Brady's Brady's solid. You know, obviously the the top three are all solid, but that's yeah. not really value, right? No. Stafford, I feel like throws too many interceptions. Agreed.
1: So Stafford at sixteen to one, and Russell at sixteen to one. Can we agree Russell is the clear value pick? If no. We're looking at sixteen to really, I, I
0: think I would take Stafford over Wilson. Wow. Yeah, I think I'm gonna take Stafford over Wilson. Wow,
1: out, out of everyone on this list,
0: like, yeah, I'm
1: taking Russell.
0: Russell's got to learn a new system. He, he, bro, he already learned it. <laughs> Probably, like, dude's already got it in his like. Probably, yep. But Stafford to up that connection, solid. They got uh Allen Robinson now. I saw that. I like Stafford a little bit better than Wilson. You know what? If, if uh, kind of talked myself into circles here. I'm going to go Burrow at 13 to one, with Herbert a close second at 12 to one.
1: Okay, I do like the 12 to one Herbert pick.
0: Yeah, I mean Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. He's got some some dudes to throw to down there.
1: Eckler. Eckler. Eventually, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to go Burrow then Herbert. Okay. Wow. But this list goes on to talk about some dark horses. Mm. The number one dark horse, Derek Carr at 30 to 1. Ridiculous. It gets more ridiculous. And again, these are dark horses, right? So you got to think not those guys we just listed. Matt Ryan at 60 to (laughs) 1. Yeah. Okay. Derek Henry at 50 to 1. Nah. No. Okay. Tua at 4 at number 4 at 75 to 1. Jesus. That ain't happening. I'm sorry. And then Deshaun Watson at 25 to 1 at number 5. Again, he's got to play every game. He's got Jalen Hurts, number 6 at 40 to 1. I actually like that pick. Jalen Hurts now has weapons. Yep. Do I think he can win an MVP? No, but man, he's got AJ Brown, Devonta Smith. Um, the Eagles are going to be in the hunt, dude.
1: I like Hurts over. who is the first pick on this list?
0: I like Hertz over the first five guys he listed. Yeah. Derek Carr Derek was Carr. number one. Yeah,
1: and w- he had better. Derek Carr had better odds. Forty to one, or
0: thirty to one, and Jalen's forty to one. Oh yeah, dude.
1: I'm taking Jalen over Derek Carr. So far, Jalen
0: Hurts is the one guy I like. He had Aaron Donald at 150 to 1. Wow. Okay. I don't think a defensive player will win MVP. Nope. Justin Jefferson at 8 at 125 to 1. A wide receiver has never won MVP Mm -hmm. because if they have a good year, it's usually because their quarterback's having a good year and the quarterback will win it. Like Jerry Rice never won it, Randy Moss never won it but that's not why I don't like this pick. I don't think Justin Jefferson's the best wide receiver in the league.
1: I agree. I mean, he's good, but he's got, I mean, Kirk's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But he has Kirk cousins throwing him the football. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're limited in that, in that sense.
0: I'm going, if you're going to pick a wide receiver to win it, I think I'm going Jamar chase.
1: Chaser cup.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, think, think about that too. Cup, had like almost two thousand yards last year 20 plus touchdowns and still didn't win it like it's impossible for a wide receiver to win it he's got trey lance at nine for 60 to one i don't even know if trey lance is going to be starting quarterback kittle came out and said that garoppolo and lance are like neck and neck jimmy g is starting week one bro i don't know what he's still doing on that roster
1: it's it's on our prediction board. Like yeah, he is, is
0: starting week one. <laughs> our prediction board, by the way, is six post-its. Yes. <laughs> on a shelf. <laughs> uh, but yes, it is it is up there.
1: Uh, it's yeah. I I mean he's expensive. They already have Trey Lance. Either they don't see something in Trey Lance. But if
0: they cut him, they save twenty million dollars. I don't know what Jimmy G is still doing on that. Yeah, roster.
1: I, I'm with you. I don't get it either.
0: So, interesting. The, the only dark horse that I like on his list is probably Jalen Hurts.
1: Same. Cuz the Derrick Henry like plug, there was no So like do you think Derrick Henry over Jonathan Taylor?
0: Yeah. No, absolutely not. I would go Jonathan Taylor before Derrick Henry. Yeah. Um I'm going to pull up a a list here, just because it's late and my mind is mush. Um, just a list of running. What about bugs. Mac Jones? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I would I would not take any of those rookies from last year. Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Justin Fields. Um, who are the other two? There's two more. For, um that were rookies last year. Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. I wouldn't there take it is. any of those guys. <clears throat> no, same. Here, I'm just pulling up the stats from last year. Um, so, of these guys, because you mentioned Derrick Henry at, what was it, 150 to 1 or 50 to 1, whatever yep. it was? I would take Jonathan Taylor over him. I would take. Nick Chubb over him.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And Dalvin Cook over him.
1: Real Healthy, assuming you have a full healthy slate of
0: games. Yep, everybody plays 17 games. I think Tennessee is going to take a massive step back, and I worry about Derrick Henry coming off that foot. Like I think things might start to wear down. What's crazy, and I will give Derrick Henry his props here, he finished ninth in the league in rushing last year, and he only played eight games. That's wild. He almost had 1,000 yards in eight games. So, like, you got to give the dude his, his props, no doubt. He's 28. So,
1: Derrick Henry is getting to that age, right, where the tread, now you can, like, you can probably start seeing some of it wear off. This is probably his last maybe one to two years. Mm-hmm. Probably last year where he's, like, elite. And then probably start wearing down just he's so big and his game is so physical it's hard
0: to keep that up and sustain that do you know that winning the quote-unquote rushing titles so rushing for the most yards over the last 10 years no running back has done that over the age of 25
1: really are you surprised by that at all
0: i'm not yeah i guess not it's a young man's game Especially at that position. Yeah.
1: Like to to put that much on your body.
0: Get hit. Jonathan Taylor had 332 carries. So you got hit. No, you had 18 touchdowns. so Maybe you didn't get hit all of them. But you, you got, and well, then you do pass blocking and shit. Like you're getting hit 350 times a year. 400 times a year. Boom. Yep. Per game.
1: Right? Now you like start thinking about that per game.
0: It's a lot of hits. Not to mention these guys, if you're that good, you're playing three years in college getting hit 200 times a year in college.
1: It's a good point. Even like the entry point to start playing in the NFL, like Najee Harris would be a good example Mm -hmm. that comes to mind. I know he had the most touches last year. Just like at, at that age, you can do that. The back end, you're Ezekiel Elliott, right? You're 27, 28 years old, and you just got nothing left in the tank, man.
0: I know interesting
1: but yeah no i think in terms of mvp i think i think we touched on it well so you're taking burrow as a value pick Mm -hmm. and then your backup was herbert herbert like the two young guys
0: i like those okay and you got russell
1: rusty and then and then probably less value there but um rogers at 10 to 1 just i mean rogers It'll be interesting to see without Devontae, but Rodgers always has a gear. Probably the best, the best value of like Brady, Rodgers, Josh Allen and Mahomes.
0: Rodgers is 6 and 0 in games without DeVonte Adams. I I think it will force him to spread the ball around more and he mm-hmm. won't be locked in on Devontae.
1: It'll test his patience too, mm-hmm. right? Like a lot of what we hear At least what I've noticed when I watch ESPN and whatnot, everyone's so fixated on Aaron Rodgers, like, oh, like he doesn't do well with young wide receivers. So I think a lot of it will be like his patience
0: that'll be tested. Yeah. Well, now he's, now he has to be good with young wide receivers. That's (laughs) all, that's all he's got. That's all he's got. All right. Cool. Anything else? No, I got nothing else. We'll get you out of here. You gotta be a. You gotta go work for the man tomorrow. Just corp- just another corporate hack here, guys. Just another manic <laughs> Monday. <laughs> and that concludes the karaoke portion of today's episode. Oh man, yeah. I think we just lost subscribers. Yeah. Well. <laughs> What's that saying? You gotta get them first before you can lose them. There I always think go. of like stuff like that where it's like um, the the bob uecker from oh major league second major league reference in one wow where he's like ah damn and then there's like color guys like you can't you can't say damn on the radio goes who gives a shit no one's listening anyway (laughs) 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 Uh, too funny what a great movie all right well Hope y'all enjoyed it. We gotta just kind of slog through these slow months until we get real football again. These are exciting though. These I they're mean, they're fun. <clears throat> these conversations. I it, know we kind of ripped on these guys for doing lists, but like, what else are you gonna talk about in May? And and it's
1: all subjective, right? So like, the fact that there's this is even a convo, just points to like, there's no
0: sure thing. Like
1: we don't know.
0: Oh, that's what we, makes the NFL great. Yes. Um, I was thinking about that, like when when I was like looking through the draft and like kind of digesting it after everything kind of happened and it's like there is somebody guaranteed in this last draft class that was picked between like rounds four and six that in three years from now we'll be like, God, how did that guy go in the fifth round? Yep. Cause he'll be a superstar making, you know, top money at his position. That's every year, right? Yeah. But that's what makes the NFL fun. Like you don't get, like I feel like you don't get that in the NBA. Like, the Chris Middletons, where you're, like, a second-round pick and you end up being an all-star, are rare. Rare. Yeah, I mean, even Giannis,
1: right? Like, and he first was round, 15th. 15th
0: overall. Yeah, like, that's rare. Usually, like, it's the top six to eight guys, and then after that, it's kind of just, you just kind of get lumped in. Like, how many picks have the Bucks had in the 20s where those guys? Nothing. You don't ever hear from them again. There's
1: Bucks picks where they had the first overall pick. Like, <laughs> Bogut
0: didn't really pan out. Uh, he won handful of rings out in golden state
1: it's well, it helps when you got steph curry shooting the ball right and, like
0: and clay thompson and
1: when you don't have to be the guy
0: yeah joel alexander remember that pick oh yeah kid from west virginia Whoa. like fifth overall yep tj ford texas guy watch like it t- top 10
1: watch it <laughs> oh my god but yeah dude there were some dark years yeah some really dark years bucks could have been good man like we could have in the 90s could have had Dirk Nowitzki
0: mm-hmm. instead of Robert Tractor trailer yeah and then they were good for a, a handful of years when you had Sam Cassell Ray Allen and Glenn Robinson and then they traded away Ray Allen for Gary Payton and then then we sucked for 20 years and then we had Michael Red was our claim to fame yeah did make an alley song though
1: Michael Red did yeah which Nelly song? Um, Do you know? I'm on it.
0: Yeah, no I, I know for sure because it the line is uh I think it's something like money like Michael Red or uh Heart of a Champion. Yeah. I don't know what the lyric is. No, I'm looking at it. Getting bucks like Michael Red. Getting bucks like Michael Red. There you Tell go. Tell him again. <laughs> told, told you he was in a
1: Oh man. <laughs> Wow. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a good point, right? Like the NFL is so deep. You got so many guys that are vying for 52 man spots, yeah. right? And then like through all of the cuts, you just, don't Injuries. Get yeah. you just don't get that opportunity, that opportunity in the NBA.
0: No, it's not as much, not as much. So every, uh, every fan base gets a little bit of, a little bit of hope right now. And then there's going to be a team next year that's going to be really freaking good. And we're like, man, did not see that coming. Like, who saw Cincinnati in the Super Bowl last year? Bingo. Yeah. Nope. I yeah. didn't.
1: Rewind to this time last year. Anyone who said Cincinnati was going to be a Super Bowl team, I think you would they were probably, laughed
0: at them. probably picked to finish fourth in that division. They were a top five pick in 2020. Pittsburgh, with the last year at Big Ben, probably was ahead of them. Mm hmm. For sure, Baltimore. And, and Cleveland. And Cleveland had all that hype. Like, this yeah. is the finally the year that Cleveland's going to break through. Yep. Nope, Cincinnati. Going to the ship. Wow. Yeah, that's a good point. Lots so, to do.
1: So, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's a slow time in terms of, like, actual tangible things that are, like, happening in the NFL. But exciting to start thinking about, like, you know, putting the pieces together. This is what a team looks like on paper.
0: Yeah. What else are you can do? Watch golf.
1: <laughs> right. I watched golf today. Um. Shout out to Justin Thomas.
0: Did you Did you follow it at all?
1: So I, 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 I didn't watch any. Um. But I followed the scores. So the dude Matt. Um, what was his name? No,
0: uh, Will Zelatoris.
1: Zelatoris. But then there was another dude that was in like the top 100 that started out um, Mito.
0: Mito per- Pereira, or whatever that his name was. Yeah, dude, he—I
1: feel colossal. Terrible for oh, him, dude. You look at that card, and you are like, you might not ever get another opportunity like this again in your life,
0: bro. The only good thing is, hopefully, he. For those of you that didn't watch or don't care about golf, he shot five over par today, and he had a double bogey in the last hole to lose by one. So he had a one-shot lead going into the last hole. All you gotta do is make par. And he puts it in the water left and ended up making a double bogey. Hopefully he can shift his perspective. And now he knows what it feels like to be there. And hopefully you can be better prepared for that. Or it could, you know, if he can't get over it, it'll probably ruin his career. (laughs) So like, hopefully he's got the right mindset around it. Hopefully he's not too down on himself. I'm sure he feels like shit. I know how I'd feel, but. Damn, man, that's got to freaking hurt.
1: Dude, where did Justin Thomas come from?
0: Um, Like,
1: he was not in a – like, I mean, he was there, He was
0: seven shots down to start the day. Yeah.
1: Like, he – I mean, he was in the running, but at no point in time were people like, dude, Justin Thomas.
0: No, and the thing about that is, like, the, the leaders fell back to him. Like, he had a nice day. I think he shot, like, two under or one under or something like that. But like everybody else just in front of him kind of fell back. And then next thing you know, he's in a playoff and yeah, ended up winning it. Wow. Second one. S- second major, second PGA championship. Wow. Yeah. It's like the Roger Federer
1: treatment of tennis. Like guys, guys, real good at one major. Yeah. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, just don't put them anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Different for golf because the locations change, right? For PGA championships. For every major other than the Masters. The Masters is the only one that's constant.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Every other major moves around. Mm. Like the British Open, um, they play like a handful of courses. Like I think there's like six that they play. But like the PGA and the U.S. Open, those bounce all over the place. Interesting.
1: Okay. So that
0: has to make it harder. Yeah, because you don't have like... The course, right? Like, Like
1: Like Wimbledon like for roger federer i guess for those that don't watch tennis um
0: (laughs) this is why we need football back we're talking about golf and tennis right
1: like for those that don't watch tennis like wimbledon like the only thing that changes based on the grand slam is typically like the court that you play on so wimbledon's on grass french opens on clay u.s opens on like more of a hard
0: um surface and then they play any like on uh composite like a municipal court (laughs) <laughs> like with some like weeds and a couple cracks growing
1: and like the like the net is actually like a cage net <laughs> yeah. instead of like a twine um, <laughs> no but they need to like like a, a street grand slam where like you can shout and stuff during yes. like during yeah, cars honking yes yeah um that's a great idea i think we need fan control tennis
0: <laughs> well it's the same with like golf right like uh you know the players and the announcers were kind of like i guess making a point that this was coarser sand so like they couldn't get as much spin so the players are like struggling with it i'm like yeah these guys should come play the courses i play where like the guy before me didn't rake yep. and now my ball's in his footprint or there's some goose shit <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know next to my ball or you know the yeah. guy doesn't replace his ball like, come play the courses that i play and you can tell me about quote-unquote <laughs> Tough (laughs) conditions. The greens are like
1: aerated. Yeah. right. It's June. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Or yeah. No, that's a good point. Is that, so as a player, and I need to ask, because for tennis, I have an answer to this, but I just want to know. So like as a player for golf, do you even think about that? Do you even think about like the conditions and like to an extent they matter, right? But. Just in general, you're walking onto, like wherever they, uh, Southern Hills in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Here are the conditions, Alex. Here's what you can expect. Cool. Does that does that factor into a majority of what you're doing as a player, or do you just go out and play golf?
0: Um, I guess it matters to an extent. Like you watch the guys today when they were in the rough; they couldn't get the ball to spin. So, like that condition type matters because now you need to like know where you're going to land the ball how far it's going to run out um you know the sand thing that matters right if you can't get enough spin you got to play your sand shots differently So like where your ball lies and how it comes off the club face is huge i'm not changing my game mm-hmm. like i'm still just going to go hit the ball find it and hit it again but like i'm not i'm also not as good as those guys but like how the course is set up and how it plays like is it dry how wet is it? Is the ball? Are the greens gonna hold? Do You need to run it up. All that stuff matters if you want to shoot a good score. But,
1: but it's not like it's something you're already taking into account as you are lining up and hitting a ball. And when yeah, you strike it, because
0: I'm gonna hit a different club, exactly. Yeah. Um.
1: Same for tennis, right? Like soccer, football, what have you. Whether it's rain, whether it's real windy. Like we saw that with the New Orleans. Or no, New England Buffalo. Yes, thank you. Um, like the game plan might change, but like you're a superstar at the highest level, like you're gonna get yours, right? So like that's that's where I think some of like the announcers when they talk about, well, I don't know if like this player is gonna handle it, or we'll see how like how many balls are dropped because of conditions, like. You're a superstar in the NFL.
0: Yeah. You're, yeah. Not a lot of sympathy. Do your job. But. Just my two cents. It is tough, man. Like football, I think the hardest thing about football would be like, like in that Buffalo game where it's like freaking snowing or like in Green Bay in playoffs, like getting hit. Oh. Like a helmet to the hand when it's like four degrees outside. That sounds terrible. Awful. Right? Or, I mean, even just getting tackled. In general, the, and you're landing on frozen ground.
1: Yes, like the ground is hard because yeah. it's frozen. Like the dude on top of you probably weighs like right two hundred something, but feels like five hundred pounds because yeah, it's cold and dense. Yep, but warm probably.
0: So true. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can you just can you just stay yeah. down yeah. here for an extra second and cuddle with me? <laughs> uh, I'm cold. Oh I'm cold, God. Mr. All right. Well, I think we've uh, cool. Yeah, we've uh, we've rambled on enough here. Uh huh. So thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks everybody for listening. We should do this again sooner than last yeah. time. Yeah. Um. Maybe next week. Yeah. We'll try it for next week. Cool. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Later. Later, guys.